When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So how many times have you cried this week, Jenny? What's your tally? Does it count as one if you've not stopped? Yeah, that's fine. What, What are you on? Um, well, I'm going, when I say cry, for me, I mean like break down sobs, um, two, two majors. Mm. Um, yeah, I just going on the big ones. So yeah, two, two of the big ones. <laughs> yeah. The little Which ones is like, doesn't ah. sound a lot. Yeah. The little, yeah, mm. <laughs> not, no littles, just, t- just a couple of big meltdowns this week. Gosh. Um, but one consistent is, is, um, yeah, that's fine. I think that's where we're at. What, what's, oh, dear. what's triggering them? Um, right. Well, I'll go straight in. I, I basically, there's just one thing I want to highlight is everyone says, oh, you know, it gets easier. Why is it getting harder for me? (laughs) It was much easier at the start. (laughs) My goodness. Yeah. Um, When they're so small, they're just so small. The the cries aren't as loud. They don't require as much. They didn't cry that much. Mine didn't. No, no. Sleep loads. Now. Ah, (laughs) I'm here. Hello. Hello. Uh, um, I'll go into detail in a moment, but welcome to two new mums. If you're pregnant, maybe don't listen to this episode. No, joking. You'll be fine. You need to know. Um, (laughs) Yes, we we are two very new mums. I mean, last week I was very tired. Obviously... You're going to be, but this week I'm going to be. I'm going to be brutally honest. I said this to you, Jenny, didn't I? At the start, an hour ago, literally an hour ago, I was in bed, and I actually felt the lowest I've ever felt since I've had since I've had her. Gosh. And um, yeah, and I know, like you know, because everyone says you get that fight, the sort of baby blues. What is it? Four or five days in. You yeah. see, I never got that, so right. I feel like I'm, I'm getting it. Maybe I'm getting it later on. Oh. But weirdly. This is the sort of strange thing of it. Now I feel great. Like an hour later, I feel great. And it's been, um, I mean, I'm on week 10 now. She's 10 weeks old. And I I think I've been doing too much too soon. Yeah. And I think it's come to a head for me. Because I think she's been really good. Like she's, she, she is still good. But mm-hmm. it's just when she... It used to be when she cried, we could figure it out very easily. And now it's not so easy and it's a lot more often. Um, it, it's so hard though. Like, And the last thing I want you to do is blame yourself when you say like, I think I've done too much too soon because nobody is to blame. This is a, a very young child. And I think you're in that horrible toss apart where you're like, I want to do enough that when I look back on this time, I know I did enough and made every moment count. But then also... I don't want to do it, it's hard everything's hard and it, and also you've got to protect your physical and mental health so you really don't know what to do for the best yeah it's so true and 
you know, there's some cultures, isn't there? I think it's in India. You don't leave the house or your bed for 40 days. And sounds 40 great. Nights. Yeah, sounds great. And you can't kind of get that now. You see, I, I did feel like, uh, yeah, the first few weeks, I don't know. I just thought I'm just going to do stuff and see how it goes. That mm. was my kind of thinking. And everything went pretty well. Mm. And I think that was kind of the problem. I was like, this is fine. You know, <laughs> I've went to the shops with her I went shopping around Asda Waitrose or whatever um doesn't matter which supermarket um either neither of those were correct it was actually Tesco Uh, like I I went to a music festival I went to um I went to two festivals in the first three weeks of her life mini festivals very small only for like a few hours yeah but now yeah it's trickier she's not as she's awake and alert a lot more which is a good thing she's a human being she shouldn't really be sleeping mm-hmm. you know yeah you know when we get older we don't sleep for 16 hours a day sadly no. um but it's yeah n- now I think about going to a supermarket and I just think oh I don't think she's gonna stay asleep long enough and I'm yeah. gonna have to feed or I'm gonna like that's it's gonna be tricky yeah yeah so it's weird that people say it gets easier because I'm just not having that experience at the moment I think what I did was because I thought this is quite easy at the start I just went full pelt with everything let's go you know we went on that little mini break up to the Peak District and to be honest she was idyllic on that uh-huh. um, and that again set the tone so we've just been to a wedding this weekend and I think this is where it started to break down a bit in that I was a bit nervous because it was a two hour drive down get to the hotel get ready drive another half an hour to the wedding spent the whole day there she was brilliant she was good as gold she was fast asleep in the car um she, when we got to the wedding she, all day she's brilliant I just kept feeding her and stuff but it was awesome. what I realized is it was a lot on me without being selfish but I'm, I was shattered of course it was yeah of course and and also seeing people I saw my friends from work which was again wonderful but you know after a few hours of chatting to people you're just tired you're so tired oh my gosh socializing is so hard and Jenny I wore high heels no you idiot why did you do that <laughs> I've not done that no joke since I think 2018. Why did you decide it. now is the time to bring <laughs> the heels back out? Because everyone seems to be going back to normal life and it was a wedding and oh. heels make you look tall. And I, to be honest, felt quite nice. You like did look lovely. Up, yeah, the dress make, was nice. Making an effort. Look, I took flats in my bag, didn't I? And to be quite honest, I sat down for a long time. I was sat down, When you got a baby, you can sit down a lot. No yeah. one's expecting you to be up and yeah. dancing and stuff. Um, but it all fell apart on the drive home like she'd been perfect mm. and as we drove home it's only a tw- it was only about that point 20 minute drive but 10 minutes in this crying and the screaming was unbelievable and it was it was like worse than when she got her jabs the other week and I was like this isn't okay we need to pull over yeah got her out I just fed her so I was confused but try- tried feeding didn't work we tried winding Kenny was walking around this like by this sort of reservoir. He was just walking around like nine Aww. o'clock at night, just trying to fit wind that pacing that wasn't working. We tried to put clothes on her. We tried to persevere and carry on driving. No, I was like, no way. There's something wrong. It was about an hour, and I was like, this is bad. This has never happened because yeah. usually feeding her always shuts her up, as it mm-hmm. has just now as she's asleep on me. And um, I ended up, I was like, when do we, at what point do you know you have to take them to hospital? Like, what, yeah. if, what if she's been, I don't know, stung by something or bitten or something's oh. going wrong with her internally? She, that's her only way of telling me. And that cry, and you know, you know what you're used to, that cry is not normal. Ew. And um, I called 111, obviously you're on hold for ages. 
this is at the side of a road like just I, I was just and obviously the, and the screaming is just like blood curdling it was just horrendous oh. and I was just on hold so long got to a point must have been over an hour I said look just hand about let me try again and try to feed and I really persevered and she suddenly latched on and then that was it and she was okay Right. And I think the only thing we can put that down to was just her being overtired and yeah. overstimulated. Yeah. And then it had to have been that because she was trying to sleep during the day and people were clapping and making a noise and it was waking her up. But then the guilt I felt for putting her through, I was like, we've done too much. I've done too no. much. And I started crying and I was like, this is my fault. I'm trying to do everything and carry on with life. It's too much. She's tiny. It's not fair. I had a good cry. I got back to the hotel. It was lovely then. But it was just... And she slept. She got straight in this giant travel cot and she slept. You know, it wasn't Aww. even her own bed. And, and I just felt horrendous. And then... Yeah, and then even on the way back, like, we got stuck in traffic on the M25 and it basically happened again. And I was just Aww. like, we're never leaving... We're never leaving the house again. Oh, don't um, do the guilt thing, though. That's like... That's... What you described then is so horrible and I relate... But then the guilt on top. Oh, don't do that to yourself. All you did was go to a wedding, Amy. Like, that's that's fine. so little. And people have said, like, you know, people keep saying, oh, you're doing so well, like, leaving the house and you're doing so well. Yeah. And you do think, well, maybe I shouldn't. And my concern is now that I've done it the wrong way round. Now I'm ready to go to bed for 40 days (laughs) and 40 nights. Whereas because I'm 10 weeks, everyone's a bit like, I've sort of made a rod for my own back where everyone's like, well, you're doing loads of stuff, so you must be fine. You're going back to work. You know, you're doing yes. this and this. And, and it's like, and, and everyone forgets that, no, I've still got a newborn and actually it's getting harder. People um, stop checking in on you, don't they? Yeah. Like, I don't get any, well, I, yeah, to be fair, I've got some great best friends that do, but like the majority of people don't. Like they don't check in anymore. And I think it's actually, um, it, I, I, would, I don't think I did when friends of mine had kids and no, then I and get through it and you're like, because oh, they're you great would just think, Yeah, they're getting better and they know what they're doing now. And, and it's you see the easier. highlights on their social yes. media because gosh, I've never taken more pictures than now when I have a kid. I now understand why people with kids still upload like big albums to Facebook because I get yeah. it. Like I take so many pictures and I want to share them. But yeah, you only see the highlights. So you, you just assume, like I would assume that you had a lovely weekend and it was all perfect because that's how it looks, isn't it? Totally, but yeah. It's, it, actually, you know there's so much you know there's something and this is and this is the thing is that you know you kind of feel bad we're just being honest about this now but actually when I look back on the weekend 99% of it was lovely yeah and did all go to plan yep like the journey the journey on the way back wasn't good and the screaming on the way back from the wedding wasn't good but the rest of it the way down was perfect the hotel where we stayed the access, the cot, like all those little things, the packing, all those little tiny things I had massive anxiety about beforehand, all were brilliant. Yeah. And all went to plan, but it's just with those tiny moments, and actually they were, you know, all in all, the rough bits were approximately two hours of the weekend. Yeah. But it does just, but, it, but it's those two hours that ruined me. Because it's so extreme. It's not like a normal weekend where maybe you'd get lost for two hours or I don't know, like you and your partner might have a little bit of a row or something like that. That mm. It's so extreme. Like you genuinely like ringing 111 for your child, Amy. That's really extreme. Like that must yeah. have been so scary. So of course that's what you're going to look back and think about on the weekend. But do you know what? The, I think a positive take from it is you've done that now and it wasn't easy at times and you, you've got through it. And I always think, even if things didn't go perfectly, don't put mm. guilt 
it on yourself or blame yourself for anything. Just think, well, we got through it. And that's another thing to tick off the list that now we've done again. And you need to feel proud of it, not guilt yourself. Like we need to switch that conversation in our minds because we're really mean to ourselves with stuff like this, I think. But this is where I've sort of learned the mum guilt thing. This is the first time I think I've really experienced it because I've just thought that wasn't, I don't think I was considering her enough or I didn't do enough or no. it was too much. Or I just pushed it. I just felt like I learned a lesson. And I mean, I put, look, I did put it on Instagram and a lot of people said, you know, th- she would have got a lot from it. The sensory stuff yeah. and the stimulation. I think maybe we just should have gone home like an hour earlier or I, sh- I should have fed longer or whatever it is. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know if I just need to pull back a bit. But that is shoulda, woulda, coulda, isn't it? Like that's that's nonsense I know why you're feeling like that but you know it's kind of hindsight maybe next time you'll think okay if we're going to do a similar thing we're ready for it but I still think you do it the same again because she had a lovely time and you had a lovely time we can't control when they're going to have these things we can't control when they're going to experience something that they need us for and they scream it's just going to happen so we can stay at home and wait for it or we can try and get out there a little bit and and that's that's really good for your mental health as well, I think, to get out there. It definitely is. But it is like on walks, she used to... She's just waking up. On walks, she just used to sleep, you know, just and now she's just wide awake or screaming. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's just different. And it just feels now like, oh, I feel like this is what... I don't know, it was... Was it meant to be like this at the beginning? But I don't know. I mean, we both agreed, like you said, they're going, you know, when you've got this Wonder Weeks thing, they're both going through a leap at the moment. So maybe it's partly that. But it's definitely important to get out of the house. And it does make a difference. Like today, I was so tired, I think, from, you know, if those incidents hadn't happened over the weekend, I think I'd be talking so differently now. Yeah. And I wouldn't feel this exhausted. And I wouldn't have felt as low as I did like an hour ago. And it just hit me really hard. Yeah. And, um... I did go for a walk earlier and I didn't enjoy it. I was so tired, but I yeah. think it's better than if I just sat on the sofa and, you know, it is good to get out. I mean, yeah, you're, cause you're going out and doing stuff now, aren't you? And you did from fairly, fairly yeah. soon as well. I mean, obviously you were in hospital, I know for quite a long time, but as soon as you were out. And we've definitely noticed, like you say, since he's now, he's hit three months exactly. So, um, it can be harder. And that is surprising, I think, because you do definitely think, oh, it's just going to get easier. Of course it isn't. When they're 18, it's, there's going to be something that's going to be horrific, yeah. you know, that we don't want to deal with as a mum. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. It is trickier. I saw a friend for lunch the other day in the pub. He didn't stop crying the whole time. He's never done that before. And then mm. I had a day last week, one day last week, where th- th- just the whole day, I was on the floor emotionally and for that day I think I did just need to stay in and lock myself away because I was beside myself and I I couldn't it was almost like the the feelings and thoughts in my head had disabled me and I was unable to do anything I was sat staring into space holding Bear who was asleep and Christian came down and was like are you okay Do do you want to eat do you want some food and I was like yeah and I couldn't even think it was like I'd disappeared I'd gone and do you know what I, I I knew in my head it was hormones and I knew in my head it was exhaustion because that's that's all it can be um and and I'm so glad I was able to kind of say to myself just hanker down get through today and tomorrow I hope you feel better and I yeah. I had a bath in ice cold water which really helped me I had really nice ice cold you go and Wim Hof I went Wim Hof, love, wow. I'm obsessed with Wim Hof right now. It helped because it got yeah. something going in me. Yeah, I ate yeah. loads of shit food, which I don't regret because I needed to. 
I mm. stayed in, but I made sure I had like the curtains open at least and a bit of sunlight. And I got through it and thank God the next day I did feel better. But I said to Christian, like, if I felt like that for a series of days, I don't know what the outcome would be because that was really scary low. Really, really yeah. scary low. And I actually said to him, watch out for me. I need you to keep an eye on me and t- and notice if I do this a lot because I wasn't even there. Like, and I think that's really important when you're going through this is to not think, oh, it's going to get easier and all this and expect that. I think get get ready for the really, really hard days as well and make sure you've got someone around you that really can take care of you if you need it because some of these lows are quite scary, aren't they? They are. And I'm glad you said that. And I think that's the best advice is like, get through the next hour, get through or the next day, yeah. the next hour, whatever it is. Because like I say, when I was upstairs, I felt the same. Like my brain, I was like, I feel like I'm shutting down. Yes. And I've, and I, you know, I'll be honest, like I said before this, I've not really had someone who suffered from anxiety or depression or anything like that. But it was, you. it's almost like you can tell it's chemical because I was like, this isn't me. Mm-hmm. Like I can normally snap out of this kind of thing. And, um, or just feeling a bit low or whatever, but it wasn't new. It was a sort of, it was like, I was like dead behind the eyes. I was just staring out my bedroom window at the trees. And like, I just thought, oh my God. And then like I say, an hour later recording, it was, this was an, over an hour ago, you know, and now yeah. I feel all right. Yeah. And I think that's it. You've just got to, oh, you just got to hang, like you say, hanker down. I mean, we want to keep this light. The one thing I would say about, you know, this, um, this, but I think this is important because I do think that everyone keeps saying to me, are you Okay. Mm-hmm. like how are you doing and mm-hmm. the, and I get that now because at first I was like I'm fine it's not yeah. that bad but actually it's these days I'm like alright well I could do with a hug or just you know <laughs> someone just just to lie down really uh, yeah. in a dark room um, <laughs> yeah but also the sort of juxtaposition is that they're also at the best stage like mm. giggling and sort of you know um, communicating with you and yeah. where they're at the way they're developing is amazing so it's kind of one second you're like oh my god you're the funniest thing ever Uh like making little faces and you know trying to sort of say things or making funny noises and then the next minute you know you can't cope and she's screaming down the house so it's kind of and I like today I've just had today you know to flip it and make it a bit lighter today's been amazing I had energy and when I have energy I have to expel it for Christian's sake. So I went for the, my first run post C-section, which was amazing. I saw that and I felt really jealous, actually. Oh. I thought, I want to do that. You'll be there. You will get there. It, oh, My fitness is on the floor. Oh, it was nearly sick, but I did it. I did a run. Then we've had a massive walk. And then I came back and Bear was tired from the walk. And he just laid in my arms and slept. And I had something on telly, but I was just staring at him, smiling, oh. so happy so when people said it's like the lowest lows and the highest highs i didn't really understand it until now and it really is i hope that wasn't too no i think it do you know what i feel better when i talk to you Mm. like like, don't know about you isn't it i know everything's always good to talk but actually and also hearing that no offense but you've been feeling really low makes me feel better as well yeah yeah. Not in a, you know what I mean though, but it just to think that's the whole point of doing this is like, it's okay. But um, <laughs> I was just it laughing okay. because the thing that pulled me out of my low spot earlier is that we've got loads of hand-me-downs um, clothes-wise and I put some socks on Eden earlier, didn't even really look at them. And then it was only a few hours later I noticed these socks were like replicating a pair of shoes so they've got like a bar across them. So it looks like she's wearing shoes. And for some reason, I found it so funny. It is so funny. 
I did an Instagram story about it earlier. And then when I was lying in bed, I had a low point before. I just looked at those stupid shoe socks and I just started laughing. And like, she was kicking me in bed. And I was like, Get, take your shoes off in bed. Stop. Like, look, you have to watch. It won't even be up there now. We'll, I'll have to repost it. But The reason it was so, it's so it, funny is because they're ballet pumps. That's what's <laughs> killing me about it. Like, they are. She's got her first ballet pumps. <laughs> It's so they're so ridiculous, um, and people are. have been like, "Oh, oh, where'd you get those from?" No. I don't know. It was in a bag of hand-me-downs. Don't go and buy them. No, don't buy those. Don't do that. Oh, they. It's just the funny things that make you laugh. But that is look. That is the thing at this point is there, and then you look at her when I'm laughing. She then starts laughing. Yeah. So you're like, "This is ridiculous." But, yeah. Yeah. Oh goodness me. Um, but yeah, so I think, look, if you aren't at the stage of leaving the house, I mean, that is that is actually a big deal and you sort of forget about it. Like I say, early days, I just used to go out. I mean, I don't know if I even took like a changing bag or anything. I think you I just messaged like, was like... Me. You sent me a message, I remember. I was several weeks in, so at this point I'd learnt the power of the bag. But you messaged me and you were like, should I get a nappy bag? Do you think I should like take things? And I was like, yes, Amy. <laughs> You've, yes, there's so much you well, have to Well, yeah, but I think I meant specifically like a changing bag, which actually I would say yes, yeah, get they one are good, now. Because you really, I was just going to use my regular... You, look, obviously you can just use yeah. your backpack or a bloody yeah. Tesco bag, it doesn't matter. But the one thing I would say is it's only now I'm like, oh, those things are really <laughs> handy. So like when I... So I got a changing bag and it's a nice one that I can use, you know, aside from having a child. But it... It's only when I was at the pub the other day and I changed it for the first time in a changing room, which was That's sort of a moment. exciting, a bit mm-hmm. of a novelty. But I, yeah, isn't it? But you really, you don't quite trust the changing Then it's going to fall off the wall. Do you wall? trust it? You feel like it might... Yeah, every yeah. time I have to lean myself on it to check. Why am I... <laughs> why do I... Why is that? You're like, that looks a bit plastic. Yeah. That's going to fall. My child's going to fall on the floor. Yeah. Isn't it weird? <laughs> Or it's like, you know, a shoddy old pub. They've not checked this for years. But also, you so you get a changing mat with yeah. these bags, which I'll be honest, I've used on one of those because you don't really want to put it on that surface. You no. know what's been on there. Um, and um, and also, like, in the back of the car, in the boot, mm-hmm. I've used it there. I've used it on the passenger seat, that changing yep. mat. So they are they're a great idea. Well done. It's like someone thought <laughs> it through. Yeah, it um, and the, <laughs> the compartment. The compartments for the nappies, yeah. I like those. They're a bit um, hand sanitizer. So I would recommend, yeah, yeah hand sanitizer. Uh, like, I, I'm not on bottles yet. I'll come on to that in a minute, actually. But there's like a bo- thing for the bottle yep. to keep that yep. cool or what? I don't know. But well, either we, way. We learned yeah. it I'm the kind of hard way, like you, because we, in the early stage, we were a bit, we went around to mum and dad's and I think it was the first time we'd put Bear in the car and like gone somewhere with him and we were so excited to just take him to mum and dad's and have him in a new environment. And we got there and we were like dead excited, got through the door, took our shoes off and mum was like, well, where is everything? And we were like, what? She was like, have you not brought it? What have you brought with you? And we were like, Bear. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> yeah. The child, what she more do like, you what, want? What if he does a poo? And we were like, oh, Oh yeah, and then she was like, "What if he gets hungry?" And we were like, "Oh yeah, we we had nothing." <laughs> wow, I mean, you should have known that. I mean, he was bottle feeding, so you, yeah, they're quite important. I suppose that you know, because because obviously with with breastfeeding, you're like, "Well, I just have to whip a boob out yeah. anywhere." But 
uh, yeah, changing, because in the early days, it didn't need to change her all that mm. much as well. That was the other thing. She didn't mm. go as much. Whereas now, goodness me, I've changed her, I've changed her out her outfit three times today because the nappy couldn't oh, handle oh. it. And um, do you know what I mean? We're oh. at that stage. So it's just now, yeah, you wouldn't go with, I think, what so I've I just think always keep that bag fully stocked mm. so you can just grab it and go that's that's my tip for getting out the house and don't know about you but with the pram so we just put the car seat pretty much 19 well all the time really yeah to the pram same. you know you can get like the lie yeah. down thing oh my god I've used that twice I don't think because she hates lying down oh and do you she likes you being know sat the car up. seats because you got the same one as me do you know they lie down yeah, the cybex Okay, I'd seen this and then I attempted it and couldn't do it. But it's but I mean she doesn't actually like lying down. Well, if but... you get a Cybex like Amy and I, it lies down because I learnt this three months in and he loves laying down and I learnt <laughs> this at the weekend and I was like, that would have been really handy so many times. God, it really would have. Okay, I might still learn that. Mm. I also learned about three months in. Um someone messaged me on Instagram, which normally I'd find really annoying, but actually I was like, mm, that's probably good that you've told me that I had the headrests in the wrong position. Oh on her car seat Can they and I was like wrong? cool yep oh, God. I'm gonna have to go check <laughs> I know but I swear to God since I've moved those she now hates being in the car seat oh but it's safe. I might pull them back so, I mean no, they might not be safe don't, but she's no. not crying so <laughs> Amy no keep them where they need to be <laughs> oh God it's a lot um yeah so I just basically and I leave the pram like the main bit of the buggy or whatever in the boot so it's just always there to get out. Oh, but that's because I've got steps up into my house. So I don't know what you're... No, for sure. Do that. And and in the bottom bit of the buggy, we now just always have rain cover, sun cover, and oh. um, a harness thing to put... A, the sling thing to put him in if he doesn't want to be in his thing. And I just think taking them everywhere with you as well. I mean, we don't travel light no. anymore, do we? We're mums. No. I take, no. I take fucking but... everything with me, but it, it's worth it. And also the positive of it is though, having those prams... Is like, and those compartments at the bottom, when you go to like Tesco, I'm just going to pick a couple of bits up. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Load it up. Yeah. I love pushing a pram. I still oh, love pushing a pram. It's it, a really nice feeling. Do you know, I've never in my life appreciated smooth tarmac. And now <laughs> I love tarmac. Like everywhere so we go, true. Christian laughs because I'm like, what's the oh. tarmac like? Like, is it a smooth oh. terrain? I love that it. That pothole, call the council immediately. Yeah. That's... <laughs> I said to Kenny yesterday, I was like, what happens if the if the push the pram gets a puncture? Have you ever wondered that? They can't, is it? Like, what if a wheel gets a puncture? Well, that's what he said. He said, I don't think they're No. I don't know. I think it's a plastic wheel, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. No. Well mine's a rubber it's like a hard rubber. Okay. But he was like, I don't think there's enough weight on them for that to be I don't know. That's a very sensible answer though from Kenny. I don't know, it's just something that crossed my mind. But it's funny you say that about the, the rain Mac thing, because uh got caught out the other day, didn't I? No. In a summer storm. When it was absolutely torrential. <laughs> so I was stood in the doorway of a waitrose with about ten other people feeling so British and it <laughs> the rain was so hardcore. And she was asleep and I was like, what's she get? I can't let her get wet. Luckily I was wearing a rain Mac. So, I mean, I waited 10, 15 minutes. I was like, I've got to go. So I put the rain mac over the pram and I was like, now I feel like a real mum because I've just sacrificed yeah. me looking like a drowned rat. Don't care. I don't care. That's it. I got absolutely sodden, <laughs> but she slept through it and was protected and it was fine. But Just hoping everyone in the advice. car park sees you for the hero that you are in that moment. Look at me. Yeah. I'm wet. I felt like someone, I felt like as I was, and I was running, I felt like someone should, <laughs> applaud, should have been applauding me. In my head, there was like a, 
Rocky theme tune or something like. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, f- I felt like a like a super mum. No, yeah. you were. You were. So... Bear had to wear Christian's <laughs> cap, a New York Yankees cap, which was hilarious. It was too big for him because it was raining, and we didn't have a jacket yeah. or anything because it was a summer shower. So yeah. You can get caught short. You got to have everything. I remember we packed. Christian still laughs about the time it took us half an hour to get out of the house because we packed everything to go to the park to <laughs> to walk about five meters and go home because it was just after I'd like got home and still was healing from my C section. And we got to the park and I was so determined for a walk and I literally made it to a bench and back. <laughs> That's all I could do because I was so That's nervous. Okay. And he was like, oh, yeah. so glad that we packed for half an hour to do that. <laughs> I just think if you've got everything in the car and the car's nearby, that's always a fail safe. Yeah. Like my concern is I'm meant to be going for a meal in like central London on Friday. And that's, and if I don't take the car, then I'm getting public transport. What if the trains break down? What if like, there's so many what ifs. Oh. I don't know if I can handle it. I'm just like, this is so much That's to think much. about. It's like before we went away for the wedding, the night before or two nights before, I'm mentally packing everything mm. and going over everything. And actually when it comes down to it, they're so small. As long as you've got loads of ba- few baby grows. I mean, I took three wedding outfit options for her because, <laughs> you know, I didn't know how she'd be feeling on the day. And um, <laughs> I... <laughs> oh no, we left at the morning of the wedding and I still took three options. Oh my but you God. don't know if she's going to be sick down them. Anyway... Yeah. Yeah, they don't have that much clothes-wise, but then it was like, luckily the hotel had a travel cot, but I didn't know what that would quite be like, so I was like, I'll take my own little mattress for her, though, from our car. You know, things like that, and you do have to do, like, a sort of... I mean, we've booked flights. We're going abroad next month, and I am... Every day I think think about it, Jenny. Every day. Every day. Amy! I'm like... I've asked so many people, so... Do I take a baby carrier? Do I take a stroller? Do I take... A, what about a car seat? What about when you get the other side and there's a taxi? Oh. Because that's got to have a car seat. There's so much to think about. I can't... Well, and people keep giving me different answers. What does happen with the taxi? Because we just learned that we the other day we got, again, the Cybex car seat. This is not an ad for the Cybex car seat, but I've learned a lot about it the last week. We got it in a taxi and there's a bit in it for the seatbelt to go through. So we were able to put bear in and make it legal yes. and safe. But what do you do abroad? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> and also, I'm not being funny. I mean, we have got the same car seat. Um, won't mention it again because they should start paying us. But yeah. um, it's it's super sturdy, that car seat. And the pram is, I've got the pram as well. It's amazing. But it's heavy. Yeah. Well, I think all car seats are heavy so when you heavy. put the kid in them. So I'm taking that on a flight? No. So what do I do when I get the other end? Because someone said to me, well, it's illegal. So you can't just sit them on your lap. So what the hell do you do? Like, do I rent a car and check that's hire a car seat when I'm over there? It's, oh my God. No, what do I, what? I don't know what you do. <laughs> I think someone said to me, someone said, take a car seat. And I was like, absolutely not. Um, then someone said, get one of those yo-yo things, pram things. But that doesn't eliminate the car seat situation. I don't know what you do. I don't know. I think well, you get to Mallorca, you stand there and you cry at the airport and you have a meltdown and you go, why did I do this, Kenny? It was too much. Don't do Again. That. Yeah, don't do, don't do that. <laughs> Plan a bit. Um, I'm glad you're going before so you can learn all these things oh. and tell me. Um, gosh, wow. Mm. No, good. What I have, <laughs> the reason I have gone for this, two reasons. One, when we get there, 
our accommodation we're going to another wedding Bloody good hell. um our accommodation is 15 minutes from the airport and then the wedding is 15 minutes from the accommodation so it's all very close right so it's like that eliminates too many issues yep um we're only going f- i think we're going for four days there's a cot there's air con because the heat was a concern but obviously when that's the thing when you go abroad at least it's air con yeah i mean it might just be a really <laughs> i don't want to think about it no because again like i said you'll be proud of yourself because you've got through it you'll do it it'll be fine <laughs> It, uh, I'll have a mel- nervous <laughs> breakdown for the week after. Again, I'm glad um, it's you first. But... And then what's great is in September, we've got another wedding abroad that we're going to. What so, the, um, why are all your friends getting married right now? Because they were all meant to get married in 2020 uh, and now they've all come yeah. at once in the same summer, haven't they? In the same year we decided to... They're have a all child. delayed. They are all delayed. No, bar one. They're all de- two delayed weddings. One was meant to be... Well, two were meant oh to be in 2020. God. So they're all happening at once. We've got a caravan booked in Wales for when he's six months old. And I'm worrying about that. Like, Oh, that sounds perfect. Right. Do you know what's lovely? No, it really does. And I'll tell you why. When we got to Brighton at the weekend and we were in the hotel, we had a lovely view over the marina mm. and the sea. And it was fantastic lovely mm. it was uh, and i just thought if we'd just booked here and stayed here mm-hmm. and not gone anywhere <laughs> i would have honestly just had it was so gorgeous like sitting in the room me and eden watching the boats in the sunshine yeah like, that was really special and i think if you go somewhere if i'm being completely honest i wish we were going on a bit of a family uk break and taking the dog that's it yeah um well we might do it but it seems a bit we've, yeah we've got these two two um mini breaks abroad jam nervous about <laughs> no don't be don't be but it's gonna, gonna be an adventure you're gonna push yourself out of your comfort zone again and that's a good i've thing already pushed do. myself <laughs> a good i've thing. been to tesco i've been to <laughs> bloody festivals i've been to a wedding in the uk i'm done oh god yeah we've got a caravan and i was thinking well we'll take our own like next to me cart but then will it fit because it's a caravan and they're quite small. And then Christian was like, well, you could just put it at the end of the bed or, you know, he'll be six months maybe in another room. And I'm like, no, like, no, uh, everything's really scary. What, what, I mean, look, I got a travel cart and it was like a cheap one off Amazon. It's absolutely brilliant. Right. And it pops up. You know, we're talking about things being tricky to assemble. Yep. It pops up like a push of a button and she sleeps better in it than she does her own cot. Oh, um, okay, yeah, because that's another thing, isn't it? It's like, oh, it, it yeah. does because Bear sleeps fairly well, but is that just because that he loves that cot and we won't know until we're in Wales? But that will be nice. We're right by the sea. The two doggies are coming. Oh, we're going oh. We're going to go up Snowdon where we got engaged and it will be so nice to climb that not pregnant. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's... I'll see how yours goes and then maybe we'll book something I'm, I'm really, abroad. I'm really, so bad. I'm really, I'm really jealous. Like I don't, I, I do want to go to the wedding, but I also absolutely don't um, because <laughs> I don't want like, a flight. Hilariously, we were meant, Kenny's got some friends uh, whose family live in France and they're like, they've invited us out in a couple of weeks. He's like, should we go out there? And a, a few days ago, I was like, yeah, could do, couldn't we? Mm. Yeah, make the most of my turn to leave now. No. <laughs> leave the house ever again um just follow you go- your gut instinct obviously was fine with these two weddings so they're booked yeah now it's it. screaming no absolutely <laughs> not cancel them get your money back send someone else oh god 
Yeah, yeah. I'm scared. I'm really scared. What's the alternative? I mean, I'm going well, to a wedding. Well, I don't know. What, what are EasyJet like with refunds these days? Oh, I'm not sure. Probably not great. Um, I'm going to a wedding. My best friend's getting married, but I'm going on my own. So Bear and Christian Ooh. are staying at home. But then that's another thing, isn't it? Because that's four days away from Bear. Uh, when are you doing that? Um, October. Okay. That's okay. You've got a bit of time. And yeah. I'm kind of like, in my head right now, I'm just excited because I'm like, that, that will be good for me as well. The bear will be mm. like six, seven months old. It'll be nice to have some time away. And I know he'll be super safe with his dad at home. My parents are around the corner. I can't think of anything better than seeing my best friend get married. Really excited for that. Yeah. We book these things. We plan these things because we, we've got to live our lives still. Well, I think you've got the bone. This is where I'm feeling a, a little bit of a prisoner is, like I said before, breastfeeding um like exclusively i mean she's she's on me as you've seen even at the beginning of this episode every half an hour um and we're trying to so we're trying to get her on the bottle because that is going to be surely a game changer yeah and obviously that means at the moment there's no way i could leave i can't even leave her for an i wouldn't feel comfortable leaving her for an hour anymore mm. and again i could do that at the beginning because she was sleeping for like three hours at a time um so but she's not taking to the bottle so i don't know i'm gonna have to get some tips on I'm going to persevere. We were only on like day two or three. I only just started expressing. Mm -hmm. Did I mention in last episode, I did, didn't I, about, yeah, the, I wasn't expressing properly because I left the plastic shield on. Yes. Um, yes. How, how's that gone with... now? Have we removed all packaging? Well, I did a couple of, oh, it just takes so long expressing. <laughs> it's hard. This is why people don't combi feed. Cause it's just that might maybe because it's just quite a lot. But it's really it's hard. Like That's why I couldn't do, I couldn't do breast milk because I couldn't get it out. It was so early yeah. on to try and pump when he was like newborn. Um, yeah. So I, if anyone's got any tips on how to get from breast to bottle, I've heard about, I know you mentioned earlier, didn't you, different teats and stuff like that to try. But did Bear take to it quite quickly? Bear took to it. Now, we had a problem with Bear's feeding because of his cleft lip and the bottle not mm. being right because a midwife removed part of his bottle that he needed and didn't tell us but I'm not going to go into that because I'll get angry um but yeah he was he was good and he's only got one option of uh, Dr Brown's bottles because they have this special thing in it which makes it able for him to feed so we've only ever had that option um and luckily he he likes them and he's good but I know a lot of people that have either just gone straight to bottle feeding or they've done breast to, to bottle and their babies have needed loads of different brands of bottles before they settled on the one that really? they were okay with. And there's quite a lot mm. of different brands. Um, so yeah, that, that's a minefield. And then there's also like the flow of the teat. Like you can have, I think we're on stage three now, but you do stage one, stage two, stage three is a faster flow. You got to get them used to the different flows and find their flow that goes with them and all that. So there is quite a lot to it. Yeah, I think I feel like- <laughs> But you'll be you know, fine. <laughs> I just um yeah it's just I, I'd feel a bit envious if I'm honest of I look breast I know that breastfeeding's good and you should be doing absolutely and great and if you're not fine that's also fine but I do feel envious of I've got another friend who's um formula fed since her baby was very little because when she was breastfeeding it made her feel sick 
She was getting like really bad nausea, so she had to go straight to hospital. But she was she had her baby a few weeks ago. She was at an Ed Sheeran concert the other night, and I was like, "What? Yeah, there's no way I could even contemplate." And I do feel envious. I feel Mm -hmm. like, well, I can't do anything. Yeah, it's it's finding that balance, isn't it? And I think. Do you know my cousin? I saw her yesterday and she summed it up. She was like, you're always going to feel envious of the other thing, I think. She said when she had her first baby, she breastfed her and she was really envious of people bottle feeding. And then when she had a second child, she adopted him. So she had to bottle feed him. But then she was really envious of everyone breastfeeding. So it's really, really hard. Definitely. Yeah. No, you're right. And I'd get that, I suppose, if it's the other way around. Yeah, maybe I would feel that but it's yeah I guess and I guess it's trying to do too much before you know it's only for so long that she'll need need you know like um Pip said on the episode last week that they'll need it but yeah it's um I shall persevere that and a dummy as well we're even attempt Kenny's attempting it now as we speak but she just keeps spitting that out as well but I don't know when you give that because for me like if she's crying that is a cue for feeding Mm -hmm. or if she's like or whatever so how do you know when they don't need feeding and they need the dummy? Like, how do you know if you're... I, I have no idea, honestly. Like, it... So when do you give Bear a dummy? Bear had a dummy at first. He doesn't like it anymore, but he, Peggy, he def- definitely helped him um, in the early stages. And I remember my friend saying to me, have you ever used a dummy? Because my baby won't stop crying. And I wondered if it was a dummy. And I was like, yes. And then she messaged me back and she was like, it's worked. Hallelujah. Um, so... We would put it in when the way we tested if he was hungry at first was we would put our little finger in his mouth. And if he chomped on it, that said that he was hungry. If he let it just sit in his mouth, then that said he just wanted something to kind of soothe him instead. But I don't know if that's every baby. That was Bear. That's what Bear did. And he really liked it. But because of his cleft lip, I had to hold it in for him because it would fall out because he can't suction it. So I know. So every time he wanted his dummy, we'd be like, great, because it's going to soothe him. But me and Christian would look at each other like, oh, God, because we'd have to sit for like an hour or whatever with our finger on the dummy. And because he liked it so much, there was no way we were going to not do it for him. And and then I remember the midwife coming over and going, oh, great. If he likes a dummy, he he could sleep with it. And I was like, no, I'm not sitting all night holding his dummy in. (laughs) No. But, oh, no. but he just started not wanting it then again every baby's different aren't they so I can't say this this will happen but some babies never want to give it up do they I think that's the worry isn't it with a dummy yeah well we've heard different things you know we've had friends who've said don't do it because then they'll never come off it and yeah. then my other friend was like well look it will it will save you hours of hell mm. now and take a few hours to wean them off it's fine you know I don't know you hear different things don't you so I would always go for the because you have to live in the moment with the child I'd go for what's best now like yeah, and yeah. when and when they are beside themselves and it's going to soothe them and mm. it's just so oh when you know they're soothed and content and your heart rate just goes <laughs> lowers again yeah that's Nothing. Well, the thing, the only thing that soothes her at the moment is the boob, and I'm, I'm whipping it out so much. I mean, my poor breasticles. Oh God my knows what's, goodness! I think they're just. I think they're sad. Um, <laughs> and it's like you know, like they balloon at first. They're not ballooned anymore. They're just like no more. Are they really. Um, there's nothing like yeah. They might even shrink. Um, <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> they're depressed depressed breath no no don't Um, say that but yeah but that seems to be what soothes her so it's tricky but we'll see i shall persevere and uh 
yeah, I hope this hasn't like freaked anyone out. This episode, well, I hope it's just. Let's both. If you're, let's both say something great. Like you know, like the Kardashians do, the peak and the pit of okay. of their week. Okay. Let's let's sack yes. off the pit. We've had a few of them. Let's just say yeah. both say something great that's happened this week without children that we love more than anything in the world, and that's a nice way to finish. Okay, here's, I'm going to show you, it's a bit visual, but maybe I post it. Here's a picture of me and Eden having what I called a duvet day. And she was laughing when I took the photo. And we were just lying next to each other. And every time she looked at me, she just giggled. And um, I honestly thought my heart was going to explode. So, um, yeah, what else did she do? This Yeah, I mean, the highs are, again, super high at this point, but really low, just when it gets tough so it's just oh the bears yeah. started doing a noise and i don't know where it's come from I, it might be because when i'm excited i go oh but he goes mm, mm, and that's his new noise and he does it when he's like stretching his neck and trying to hold his neck up and he just starts doing that really high-pitched noise mm. and me and christian are like crying in floods of tears it's so funny when he does it and we're like do the noise again do the and it's so lovely and i'd you know i will take several rotten hours for one of those noises well that's it and that is what it always comes back to so um yeah so if you're at the same stage hopefully you're you're getting through it any tips (laughs) let us know as ever always need them yeah um we're on instagram two new mums podcast we'll be post everything on there we'll get some experts on soon we've got some lined up so uh we want to talk about postpartum bodies and getting back into fitness not to get bounced back or we none know of that, that just shit to, just to feel a bit better feel about ourselves feel a bit stronger strong. and yeah and all sorts so um hang in there guys and when i say guys i mean me and jenny <laughs> see you next week if, if, if we can Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel-Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.